Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awful, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode 192 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. So, so last week I did some house cleaning, talking about, uh, I guess, asking you where you were with uh, your cat situation, and uh, mm-hmm. we were brought up to speed. And I forgot to ask you, so whatever happened, you made this reaction video. You told everybody you were going to make a reaction video. You made a reaction video. Yeah. Then you then you went on social media and put links out to your your reaction video. Correct. And we never came back and talked about it. I Dude, I think a lot of people, I put this link out and I would ask people about it or just see if they thought it was funny. A lot of people were under the impression that it was a legit, like, because I put on, hey, I'm in the reaction Not business. Not people that, that listen to the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, how's that possible? It's a great question. That's a super good question. I put it, you know, I put it out like jokingly, like, "Hey, I'm in the reaction video business." Thinking if you listen to the show, you'd understand how much I made made fun of reaction videos. Are those people that go like, "Yeah, I listen," and don't listen because it's really hard to tell? Well, I mean, I can only sneak outside of people's car windows and listen. I know, but I feel like. I feel like we have sort of created over time, you know, people have come and gone and uh, we know who our, who our core people are because of the fact that we interact with a lot of them. And obviously there are other people out there that we don't interact with that are listening and just not interacting. But um, I feel like, and I don't want to say there's super smart people that listen or super anything, but I could. Oh, I think they're super smart. (laughs) My point is they seem to get what we're doing. Yeah. Regardless of their level of intelligence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it blows my mind that somebody be like, yeah, I saw that video. It wasn't really good. Like, it's not meant to be good. No, I... I mean... Either people didn't see it or didn't get it or didn't care. <laughs> what the, those what are, are usually the only three options. Super modulated. Uh, yeah. I, well, a couple of people were like, yeah, dude, I don't really do reaction videos. I'm not into that. And I'm like, right. I know. That's why I spent eight hours and poured milk on my head. Like, I, I'm aware of <laughs> Like, I get that too. I, I, I don't know if I told you on the podcast or not, but I, I had a lot of anxiety because you were pouring milk on your head on your brother's couch. Mm-hmm. And so I was fixated uh, on, like, the stuff that was being damaged for this video. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, as you would say, to what end? Like, you're, I know to you're what making end? a video, but, like, how many how many things got destroyed in the process? And Oh, um, uh, well, we were... We're careful about about doing that but uh yeah so Where essentially are you at? what's the numbers are i haven't looked 10,000 12,000 somewhere around there seven close seven views what close. is it i mean have you looked Would again you say I it's haven't under looked. 100 not since the last time you asked me no what? no i legitimately haven't do you uh, think it's under 100 i haven't thought about it in a week <laughs> or two okay so my question to you is how does this work um, there is a, know, man. A, there's a podcast out there done by the uh, local 219 guys. Uh, Matt Barber does a podcast called Digital Fix. I don't know if you've ever heard of it or not. Yes. So on his podcast, he talks about, uh, you know, so people's social media presence, uh, like artists and different creators and, um, you know, different people that, that do things and, and base their businesses around social media. 
and then has them come in his podcast. It's actually a pretty cool concept. It mm. talks about how they established and how they grow their social how media followers and, and, you know, what tactics they use. So yeah, it's interesting because you would think people would come in and do the, well, hey, I, uh, you know, I use that buy, buy followers app or, you know, there's a ton of these like advertisements that'll pop up and be like, hey, you know, click here and get instantly a thousand followers or pay this amount of money and, you know, you'll get 10,000 followers and right. all this stuff. But it seems like pretty much at least if people are being honest, I think there was only one guest that he had on his show that was that said that they tried that and then it did, you know, you abandoned it's it pretty quickly. Or something like that. So, yeah, it's always organic, but it's it's interesting the way um, from each social media platform, according to Matt and the people that he has on, there's different algorithms and different, you know, it, it would depend on what time of day. It depends on, like, uh, you know, these geotags and hashtags. And if you remember back in the day, I think yeah. one time we had a, a conversation where you were like, way back you know complaining about hashtags like it's the stupidest thing ever hashtag right when they hashtag first came man. out yeah but now you understand that it is a means to an end there's a purpose for these hashtags and probably was back then but we didn't know what that was and now we do know what it is and that's for somebody to be able to find your content by looking for they could just be searching for let's just say the word cake and you make cakes and they they type in the word cake and they might see you if you hashtag cake, your your picture will pop up or mm-hmm. your whatever. Or um, you could you could do a uh, it might not be cake, and you could do something else and hashtag it cake. So somebody that's hashtagging cake, uh, you know, or searches the hashtag cake might come up with something uh, accidentally come upon your thing that has the same hashtag. Yeah, well, it'll be like nude girls hashtag cake, right? Hashtag right. like butt hashtag right. whatever. Yeah. So. Um, it's interesting. Check that podcast out again. It's called Digital Fix, and uh, they talk a lot about that kind of stuff. And then they also explore these people's like businesses. And but see, I'm torn between wanting to make funny videos and have a good time, but I also yeah. But you still want them to get out there. You but want I have to put such a I have such a hate kind of hate relationship with social media. Like I'm so almost just done with it, bored with it that I don't like want to use hashtags. And I don't want to like. I don't want to use all these tricks and algorithms, algorithms and things because I think they're all so um, disingenuous that I just don't want to even participate in it. So it's like I'd like people to see these videos because they're funny, but I don't want to participate in that world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's the world we live in now. That's how that's how people communicate with. Yeah, I guess another. I'm just unsure if I want to live in that world. Well, you really have no other option now. Do you oh, think anything I do. I can just being, unplug. Well, just being a hermit then, because no, just other, not being on social media. Everyone that's plugged in doesn't want to communicate with people who are unplugged. And I'll tell you a perfect example. No, um, but when you say plugged in, what do you mean? Well, I'm still an analog person. I try to be as much as I can in some vein. What does that mean? So I tried, like the other day, I wanted to have a conversation with you just quickly about something. I text, I called you and you you don't pick up the phone. You do this all the time. And you'll text me back, hey, sorry, with the kids, what's up? I didn't want to text you. I want to talk to you on the phone. So yeah. I understand you're, you're with your kids, but put those little bastards aside for one second Not and pick up the phone. I, nah, and so what you're doing is you're going like, you're weighing out. I don't want to talk to you on the phone, um, so we can still communicate. I'd rather get the, the, the clip notes of it. Like, what's the beef of the, okay? So the meat of I, your yeah, I content. get it. But my thing is, is so what I did was I just didn't send anything back, and I'm like, well, now you're getting nothing. 
and you were fine with that. You're like, okay, great. I and am I okay, guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. It, but but the fact is, uh, I think like 12 hours later that I decided to like send you another message. Uh, but my feeling I was, I guarantee was like, I didn't hey, put as much thought into that as you just said. My feeling was, you again, you've taken yourself out of the realm of wanting to communicate in that in the way people communicate now, which is via or you want to communicate via text message. And I, I didn't want to sit there and type forever. So if you're telling me well, like, I didn't oh, say hey, I'm going to unplug from text well, message. You're saying, Hey, I don't want to spend time speaking to you right now. Cause I'm like doing stuff with my kids, which you probably weren't anyway. But the fact <laughs> is, <laughs> okay. What's going to take longer for me and you to sit there and type back and forth. And then I type, you know, a couple messages to you and then you don't respond for eight hours. So that's yeah. why I'm just like, let me get this out of the way. Tough to, a quick you, phone call might have just taken care of. It. Yeah. So, taken, that, so that's my point. And so yeah. what you're saying is, is like, I don't want to do that. I want to do no, the digital I'm, thing. No, but I'm more specifically speaking of social media, not well, just I, I believe that it's all, it's all communication. It's not, though. Social media is all when communication. Just, just, I'm talking to you. Either I'm doing it typing or not. There's no hashtags. No one can see it. There's no friends involved. I mean, unless There's you're no Polly no from Goodfellas. There's no posts. There's and no we, reposts. The only time we talk is when we do it in person. Then we have to see each other in person. That doesn't well, always work out. No, well. my... <laughs> my uh, I guess my issue is just with the, dude, I, I just got done reading this book called 10 Arguments for Quitting Social Media Right Now. <laughs> it is by, it is by uh, Jaron or Jaron Lanier, L-A-N-I-E-R, mm-hmm. Lanier, Lanier. Uh, dude, he's got me so paranoid. He talks about all these algorithms. This is one of the guys that was on, he was kind of on the ground floor of Silicon Valley. He was really involved in it. He talks so extensively about these algorithms and all these bots that like you get all these likes and retweets and, and these things are all good. But like so much of it is just made by robots that like you don't have a, like things that are trending are not trending because they're trending. They're trending because people pay to have them trending. Sure. And then you look at them because you think they're trending. So, like, I can do an article about, like, how pickles give you rectal cancer, which I'm working on right now. Don't, I don't want to say too much. But, like... Hopefully it's as popular as your, your video. No, this one's going to catch fire. This one's <laughs> going to catch fire. Um, but, like, I can... You can pay and do certain things to have it generate. You know, bots will generate more articles and links and hashtags and blah, blah, blah. And... So you think, wow, this article, I can't, like, you'll go, I can't believe such and such is trending. Well, the reason you can't believe it is because it shouldn't be because it's kind of not. But it is technically because bots are doing it. So it's freaking me out. I don't, I'm not against technology, but I'm just sort of like, I have a love-hate thing with social media. Because I'll get on, it makes me laugh. And now I just like trolling people, to be honest. I've noticed. That's just fun, dude. I can't, like, that's not, that's still fun to me. Okay, so the, you're like, hey, I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want to commit my life. This is a waste of my time. Yet the time you do spend on there is just you being a prick. Well, imagine it's like I don't want to make – I don't want to – well, yeah, that's true. But And I don't want to like get Kleenex and make floats for this parade. And I don't want to get dancers. And I don't want to get a truck to haul this float during this parade. But I do want to walk by – and like throw candy at the float and then walk away. You know what I mean? That's like it's not like it's not like I don't ever want to see parades. I think if we go back though, we pulled some some footage, uh, audio footage from before. You're you've you've literally turned a 180 at this point where you were like, oh, you know, troll this, troll that, blah blah blah. I will waste my time trolling. And I think that 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 idea um, was so foreign to you or so irritating for me to, to troll. You. Like, yeah, for you to troll. 
like where I would be like, you're trolling. Mm. You're like, no, I'm not. That's not what I do. Well, I, I like think enough exposure <laughs> to something so distasteful will turn you off of it, right? I guess. I don't know. Right? I mean, I mean when, when you see like real housewives of whatever trending all the time, you see that so many times and you just go like, Ugh. that between like politics and whatever else, like it's just too, you know, we're not meant for this. It's, it's too much. <laughs> We're definitely not member of this. That being said, I hope local two and nine and all that. I hope they do well. I just hope they do well because they. You make... also understand we do this right here is social yeah, media, but and I we're just... trying to grow it. Well, I am. I mean, but we're providing something. I think we're providing entertainment. Like, if like if this was the old days and we're on the radio, I'd be like this. I want you to listen to the show for an hour because I think we can make you laugh and work out some things mm-hmm. in our heads. Um, I just don't want to be a part of like like oh we're talking about. You know, like my brother made that awesome duck hunt video. And it's like, if we put like hashtag duck hunt now, people that like duck hunt find it. And it's like, that's not what, you know what I mean? Like, I know it's a means to an end, like you said. Yeah, but okay, th- let me, let it's me give you this argument. You're, 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 you had this issue where your wife was telling you, hey, listen, you do the podcast, you do the band thing. And like, for what? Like, who are you? Who's this all for? Yeah. Like, you know? And you maybe she's infiltrated my mind. It it has to be because you know I I thought you were fighting the good fight, but now even like and I'm not you're not shitting on your brother for making a video. You think it's cool or whatever? No, but, I think it's great. But at some point, you're sort of saying like, for what though? For like, like who even cares? To what it's all end? stupid. <laughs> but I think that we have to try to figure out those small things that that make us happy. Dude, I just like laughing and telling jokes and telling stories. All yeah, the rest, is, all the rest is bullshit to me. All <laughs> to the rest. You. Right. I like I wish that you like hired a marketing firm and said, Ben, it's fifty dollars a month to do this podcast. They're gonna advertise for us, blah blah. I'd go, I'll just come up with that fifty dollars. And then I'll just come in here, I'll crack wise, and life will be sweet. You know what I mean? That's what you do. Yeah, but without the money and the marketing. (laughs) No, make it happen. The marketing's happening. Just not you, not with you. I mean, I'm trying the best I I can. I'm trying trying too. I'm just saying, like I, and, and so it's an ugly digital world here. Buddy. It's funny because I, I I talk to Matt uh, via text. I send him questions all the time, and I'm just like, I, I have I have a lot of questions. I'm like, how how do you market? When you how say you Matt, m- you're referring to the guy the guy I was just talking about for the last five minutes, Matt Barber. The Barber, guy, yeah. Barber, Barber, Barber. Okay. So so uh, so I text Matt uh, and talk to him about marketing and uh, you know just questions I have about digital or, or so marketing on social media. And obviously, those guys have a bunch of podcasts, and, and I don't know that they're any more successful than than we are. I would hope, oh, I think I they're, hope they're doing less gr- because no, don't get this misconstrued. This. I think what they're doing is is really impressive. It's not that no, I don't like. I'm their saying content. this for me I, that I, I've moved on. Maybe My, we need a drone to take <laughs> like like we'll do the podcast outdoors and have some of that sweet drone footage because that shit's amazing. It can't hurt. Uh, but I feel like. Um, I still haven't got a real handle on how, because it's it's like this. I've been on this diet since January, I think, late January of this year. Yeah. And I've literally been at a plateau for, I think, 11 weeks. Haven't lost or gained any weight in 11 weeks. Um, and I, I haven't been- Are you lying to yourself or you're not giving yourself the truth? Well, I, I, I definitely slowed down on, on like counting Weight Watchers fall points. Fall off or the doing warrior it. path, but, the righteous path. But uh, <laughs> with that being said, um, I haven't gone up in, in weight either. So I'm sort of it's just. Good. It's very good. Yeah, but 
I feel like that with the podcast at some point in time, it's like you, you hit these, these peaks and then all of a sudden it's, it's a plateau as far as, as far as bringing in more people. And I'm yeah. talking about the analytics beat, not, not who's talking with us on social media because I can see the analytics. So, yeah. um, I, I don't know how to market a podcast except for to either. go to your friends and family and people that are like-minded and say, check this out. Yeah. But people are fickle. I mean, there's been so many podcasts since we started podcasting where we were talking before. A good example is like the Verzi effect. I was I was a hun- I was in on yeah. Verzi for Rappaport. over a hundred episodes. Rappaport, another one, perfect example. Bill Burr's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just I think the thing is you just get burnt out on yeah. listening to the same people talk about the same stuff. I think that's my thing with with promotion is it feels a little echo chambery. Like you know, once you ask so many people like. Okay, you know but I could li- but I could listen to Howard Stern, um, and I did for you know over fifteen years, twenty years, whatever it was. Yeah, and I was excited to listen to him every single day. Same mm-hmm. with Steve Dahl. Same with uh, Jonathan Brandmeier. Same with uh, Kevin Matthews. When when I was listening to radio, like I was like I I didn't one of those things where you know like I didn't want to get out of the car. I didn't want to stop listening, and I get that way with podcasts. But I constantly move away from podcasting and find other podcasts and then I don't have time, you know, mm. and then eventually those other podcasts find their way right out of my, uh, hmm. my, uh, now I listen to almost primarily all the local ones and I don't really listen to that many bigger ones anymore. That's good. I mean, like Joe Rogan is pretty much the only bigger one that I listen to that I can think of maybe Pete and Sebastian, but other than that, um, you know, I, I, I moved away from all the, all the major ones just because I, I feel so disconnected and, with the with everything that local two one nine and the guys at Green Door and everybody else that we've met in the la- this year, um, that's pushing this this local thing, mm-hmm. um, it just feels so inclusive that it's like you you want to keep up with all everybody and what they're doing and then just sort of like keep everybody raising everybody up. Yeah, yeah. I I think I just got this bad nihilist streak running through me right now. I think I just kind of I just like I'm turning into George Carlin. I said it before, like I joke around. I'm just. You know what I mean? I like to come in here and crack wise, but I think it's the and I think it's social media's doing it to me. I think it's the overexposure. Like I'm, I'm like at the end of the Fight Club. Like I just want to watch it all burn. I'm good with it. You know what I mean? But it, but why can't you turn it into something positive or just interact where you can or, or find a you know like I I've almost left Facebook altogether. I get on there to uh, post links for the podcast and podcast related things, and then I get off. I don't really I don't look through people's timelines i pretty much blocked almost everybody so because i'm so uh, annoyed with everyone yeah so it doesn't come okay up. so yeah i mean we're just working through it two different ways yeah so um i want to put my content out there but don't really care too much as far like on facebook like i really just yeah. don't care about the the day-to-day operations of you know my second cousin or my you know like right it's it just which is funny because that's why we got it to begin with it's like oh hey we want to be able to not have to see our family in person. It's just better to do it this way so we don't have to get together. And There's now and it's, flows. it's just sort of like I don't even really, you know, like when people are going, well, who's going to be at your class reunion? Well, not that many people because people really see each other on communicate every day Speaking on Speaking of which, I remember I was prepping. I was working up. Mm-hmm. I, I was working on like how I was going to judge people appropriately, inappropriately. I was working about, you know what I mean? I was going to start really uh, – silently bald shaming i don't know i wasn't sure i was i was freaking out about what to do right about the 20th and i felt but i felt good and positive i wanted to see people i ended up not uh making it 
What? I couldn't make it. Yeah. I thought you were one of the people that was helping plan it. I was. Well, oh. I, I, dude, I made a killer playlist. Oh, I made a 90s playlist to beat the band. To beat the band. This had hip-hop, some electronic, rocks, everything. I got called into work that day. Yeah. yeah. Who's this? This is Benny. Benny, what happened? Well, we straight out? Uh, we had a problem. Uh for a meeting and it lasted uh like until the thing was almost over so they're they're waiting on me for the music so i i'm texting furiously going i'm really really sorry i have all the stuff in my car You're like uh, turn on your spotify and i'll keep texting you each song that was next in my playlist i literally <laughs> took screenshots of my playlist and sent them to some people i was like just put these songs in the jukebox i'd be, I I'd be offended horrible. yeah i'd be offended well they asked person. i'd be like nah yeah, they asked me to it wasn't like, hey, my list is better. Although it was, I can't a believe there's not somebody waiting in the in, in the uh, the playlist bullpen. Like Ben's out. I'm getting the I'm getting the wave. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like the person that was like, all the Spanish songs you missed in high school are all coming out. Bailamos. But man, dude, it was like uh, I I didn't care about my ten. I was ready to go for my twentieth. I felt good. I said this is gonna be nice. Uh, I know I'm talking about being a nihilist, but in person, when it's not a when it's Individually, I'm not. I'm good. It's big picture. I struggle, right? Individually, it's gonna be great. It's gonna have a, a blasty blast. Didn't didn't end up making it. And so now, what? Thirty? Nobody cares about thirty, right? That's like twenty five. Nobody cares about for sure. Is there a twenty five? I think forty. Be that. They even do twenty five? I mean, they do whatever whatever they Dude, feel. It's probably like doing. every ten years. I don't even know yeah. if twenty five exists. But I, I mean, gone just mean to like any of them. Nor will I. Like you got to be like you got to go to wherever like Kavanaugh went, right? Let's give like a, like a tight alumni. I feel like, like this is just a normal public school. We're not tight enough to 30 years later. Really, you know what I mean? I feel like I was living my best years in high school. I definitely peaked in high school. So my <laughs> thing is just like, why go back? You know what I mean? I'm not that person anymore. I'm to not even close prove, to being that person. To prove that I wish them well. and that it'd be I don't, nice. I don't I, wish I, anybody I, well. well. I, I did. I, don't, I did yeah, wish them well. I, I thought it was... I, I was really honestly legitimately looking forward to it and I was very bummed that I well speaking of well wishes so instead I I well a little was, update on the podcast uh-huh. my wife finally speaks up after all these years of listening and not really having any negative input uh, I was going on and on talking to you about how you need to just basically live for you and how you know you always say you don't have time to do this and that sure and uh she stopped me the next morning after listening to the podcast and said, you know, it's funny that you say that you just got that you came downstairs and we're working on your amp or we're doing this or that, the other thing. And then I had to hear an earful for like the next hour. Ah, where she was come like, home to roost. She was like, you do that because you don't do anything. So <laughs> here like are the that, following, that, here that, are the list of things I did while you went, went downstairs and had free time. She gave you a list of things. Oh, remember when you said you took a nap in the middle of the yeah. day? Yeah. For, you just like wanted to? Yeah. Okay, so what happened? What did she get done while you were napping? She gave you a list? Oh, I probably, you know, I went to the grocery store, you know, had, helped my oh, daughter you read had a that book. Had, no, 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 I, I should have. just like, yeah. I, I should have, but like, yeah. So she railed, I wasn't really listening, but she railed sure. on and on and she made a, a good enough impression on me to where I thought I'd mention it and say, yeah, she does. I feel like we're a team. She clearly yeah. feels like I'm the team manager and she's the team. Mm. Um, I, I, I would agree to disagree i feel yeah. like it's more 60 40 me uh-huh uh, she feels like it's more 90 10 you're like her. look uh judd so, judd Bushler is allowed to sit on the bench for for 12 minutes because bj armstrong's out there busting his I, ass well, i feel like she 
you know, she, she'll always throw out there like, well, what is it? Go ahead and give me the list of the things that you do. What, what is it that you do? And I always start with why well, cut the grass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I used to take out the garbage, but now I have my son do that. And I also have him cut the rear lawn. So now I'm just done. I just cut the front lawn. You're like, well, I have to cold brew this coffee. But I make the bed every day. Um, you like, so you're like do uh, that. James Comey. And then I also, um, I get up with the kids every morning and I get them off. Even when she's not working and I am, uh, I get them off, like get them, get them you up. You prep them every them. day? Yeah. My wife actually walks my daughter to the bus stop, but like I get, I get everything rocking and rolling. You so make she lunches? Stay in there uh, and sleep. They take, they buy their lunches. What? Make them a lunch. They don't, they don't, they, my you daughter won't, make she doesn't want to have her lunch made because then she doesn't get to sit in the prime spot with the little girls who buy lunch because they sit different. The girls who get their bag lunch sit down first while the other girls stand in the line. So you just fill up a table and then sit down. So so they don't have like a poor kid section where it's no. like, hey, a brown bagger's at this table. No, and they definitely don't have that at Munster either. So you better let your kids. You, you, it's not. They're, they're oh, living differently. Lunch. They're definitely. They're living. We make them a lunch. Well, they have to because you bought a house at Munster. So it's something called grit. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I did want to uh, make sure that I mentioned that uh, yeah. that that she is my everything and she does everything what? and uh, and I do nothing. Can I edit this one? This podcast. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm just saying. I just want to cut out the parts that that seem a little bit, you know. Well, I mean, the I parts that she's all hear, dripping. I want to cut those. <laughs> no, that's that's good, man. That's good. But I was gonna. I, I mean, I wouldn't have pointed it out on my own. So when you say that it's good, it's her telling me that I should mention the fact yeah, that I she does everything, and I don't. I do thought she wrote a great script. <laughs> the so I missed the reunion, but I did catch the fights. We're really late on this. We could do a couple minutes on it. Well, I, I think we. I think I we mean, started you it up. Fa- you were very. Uh, I wasn't. You were very excited. I will tell you this though: lost. you, uh, thanks to you, I went and uh, I plan bushed my wife because uh, she. Good for you. Listen, I, again, this happened the last time. I went out to. She went out with her friends to go see Justin Timberlake, right? And they went up to the Chicago. Th- or what is it? The, and came where, back where, pregnant. Where the I would come back pregnant if I saw Justin. Where the Blackhawks play at the United Center. United Center. So that's the night the Jason Van Dyke verdict comes Van out. Van Dyke verdict. So I tell her I was like I wouldn't go there. I, I would not go anywhere near the city. I wouldn't go I wouldn't, within. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I go. I, I wouldn't chance it. And she's like, you know, again, she doesn't listen to anything I say. She's like, it'll be fine. And I'm like, he you're was also, guilty. So you're also were not okay. going into the best neighborhood in the world. So like, I, I'm no, not United even saying Center anything can happen not the, to you. Not the best area for sure. But driving there, there may be a human chain across the expressway that just mm. keeps you trapped on the expressway for 15 hours. I'm not talking about any violence. I'm not put the violence aside. Okay. So whatever. She still decides that she's going to go and do what she's going to do anyway. So she went there. And then I met a couple of my buddies up at New Oberfalls. And. Yeah, man. As I heard they were having a fight too. She goes, hey, where are you going to go? And I said, New Oberfalls. And she goes, that's bullshit. And I go, why? Well, you know, I like it there. I like their duck fat fries. And you're just going there because. And I said, well, listen. It's bullshit. You can't have 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 both. Like, I don't understand. Like, you're doing your thing. I'm doing my thing. Yeah, but you just picked it there because you're. You're just being an asshole because that's you know, devious. So whatever. So I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say Byway because Byway was having the fun. Well, hold on. So oh, okay. I went there anyway. This was Friday. Okay. So I went there uh, and I ate and I Snapchatted a picture of the fries to her and her friends. Of course you did. And then it's food. Uh, you can't eat it without with the fried egg on yet. top of it and the pancetta. And then, um, of course, the next day, this always blows up in my face because she's like, uh, "I said, oh, you already went out last night. You spent 150 dollars." 
plus per ticket for this stupid Justin Timberlake concert, which you've seen before and paid one hundred fifty dollars last time. One hundred fifty dollars for one. I, ticket? Hey, listen, I went to go see Gorilla Biscuits and I think I paid thirty five dollars. I actually had two how, tickets, how which was seventy dollars, but I only used one. Huh? How much? One hundred fifty for one ticket to see Justin Timberlake. Yeah, that is effing bananas. Okay, so we'll get back to that. But so so the interesting part is, she goes well. I'm also going to, you're taking me out tonight to New Oberfalls because I'm getting them fries now because you waved them in my face and I'm getting them. So now I still have to go and take her out again. I have to spend more money. So we go out to New Oberfalls and we're going to go there and you put on Twitter, hey, uh, Byway's having the fight. Yeah, man. So what I did was I go, listen, you know, the only brewery you've never been to is Byway. Yeah. And she's like, ah, you know, I don't they know. They cook and I their go, fries in a goose fat. I go, their, their their food is supposed to be amazing as well. I mean, if we're going out anyway, let's try that. Not telling her that the fight was going there. I, like I didn't really that. want to go out anyway, yeah. but I'm like, if I'm going to go out, I, I might as well they walk, let there, someone pay for the you fight. You would love. Honey. So That's I went say. there and um, she had a lot of their beers. So she tried pretty much all of their beers. Good for you. Um. And so, yeah, so I went there, and the, it's a weird scene because I feel like it's a lot of, A, it's a lot of, uh, not good, bad, or different, but South Hammond uh, folk. You think so? Yeah. Maybe just because of the fight. also a free fight. transient hotel people, or it was transient South Hammond folk and regular hotel people. I don't know. There's it a lot a, of people that stay at the hotels. Like, I mean, wouldn't you? If you yeah. were staying in a hotel? Oh, for sure. I'd go so, there. Uh, let me just say this. The, I, I will tell you, it, this is my humblest of opinion, as far as brew pubs go, uh, I used to think Three Floyds was top of the pile when it came to food. And then I was like, New Oberfaults, definitely top of the pile, number one. Now I'm saying Byway. Byway's food's unreal. By, Byway and New Oberfaults are tied for number one, in my opinion. Um, and that's not to, not to, I mean, all of them are great. You just have um, to ignore the train and hold those walking by. But I'm just telling you, the, the crab cake at Byway was insane. The thing was as big as, as my head. So good. So good. So we tried a bunch of their food. I think we had like a hamburger. Is it weird a... that people talking about good food even angers me? <laughs> Why? I don't know. Okay. Well, whatever. I'm just like, dude, I love crab, crab cakes, cakes. And this thing was, this thing was amazing. It was cooked to perfection. Anyway, so we go there. Like, we're, all, we're, all just, we're all just too soft. We're sitting around eating crab cakes and fancy coffee. I was it's... watching a brutal fight while I was eating my crab cakes. Yeah. And it was You think those chugging... guys got to eat crab cakes? No, they put their life on the line. And I was chugging a beer. Chugging a beer. Yeah. They, <laughs> this... So- uh, we got it too good. It can't. It can't stay this way. I, I will say this: cause it's all going to go down. So, so they have three TVs in there, and you know as well as I, if you buy the fight, you have to watch it on the one TV. You can't have it on the other TV. If you, like you, you pay. You'd have to pay on each DVR separately. I did, I did like not that's know the this. legal way How would to I do know it. This? I think everybody knows that. I don't have cable. Well, regardless, no. so they 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 had it on the <laughs> right, like yeah. maybe like a I don't know it seemed like a fifty five inch. So they got to the buy bar. it a couple times if they want to show. I it. I think if you want to have it on multiple screens, oh, you have to. Mama, you have to. That's so because otherwise, why wouldn't you have the fight on all the screen? Who else is there to watch? You know, golf highlights or or the news or Golden Girls. But anyway, so that's crazy we, business model. We were there to uh, eat, drink, and, and uh, enjoy the fight. Well, we got there, and I'm like, no, hey, "Could the, you see it I though? Told, yeah, I mean, because it was crowded or whatever. It was wasn't. It? it wasn't. It wasn't too terribly crowded, to be honest with you. That's great. Um, so I told my wife, "I go, hey, well, the fight's going on too. So it's just like works. Uh, like I'll be doggone. But but I had no idea what the fight card was. I haven't watched a UFC since I think the last one I actually watched was uh, uh, Gracie versus Matt Hughes. So good I, lord, I don't know how long ago that was? Are you kidding? I may have seen a fight here and there. Like I've seen a couple of Ronda Rousey fights. How could fights, you have I guess. such distaste for McGregor if you haven't been watching him? 
Well, I mean, because I, I watch social media. Hmm. And I've seen his fights Again, singly the after the fact. Like, evil. you know, I watch fights all the time on YouTube, but like to actually watch I a see. whole UFC ticket, yeah, I like have a card. Yeah. So um, we're there, and my wife's like, Yeah, I looked it up, and it says the, the McGregor fight's going to happen at nine. Well, it didn't. We, oh, we no. sat through like five different well, 10, fights. 30, 11. I mean, but it's... I would say for the most part, um, all of them were, were really good. Did you watch um, Pettis and Ferguson? Yeah. Good lord. So what I watched, a battle. I watched that fight and then there was How good the was one, that fight, dude? Good. Real good. <sighs> My god. The one with uh um Derek Lewis. <laughs> Great. And Great. then uh so so just to touch on this real quick. So the Derek Lewis thing, I, I think it's funny because, you know, after the fa- he he's a Derek Lewis less, is the heavyweight. He's a less uh less than in shape where cardio is concerned, uh heavier set dude. And I guess what's the best part of the fight? Like he's getting, in my opinion, he was getting worked the he's entire fight. He was getting he's his getting ass beat. beat. And then you know, within the last eleven seconds, he pulls out. You and know, he wasn't the, the puncher's chance knock getting real beat up, but he was losing that. I fight. don't. I don't feel like he was getting beat up, but I feel like he was. He was being beat to the punch. He was being beaten in every phase of the he game. Certainly I'm not saying like the fight. Yeah, I'm not saying both of his eyes were were eye sockets were broken. His nose was broken. I'm just nope. saying like he was. He was definitely being being beaten handily. Yeah. Um, and it was without question. He but was the other guy lose. just looked so gassed too that it was like. Uh-uh. So within the last eleven seconds, he does the uh, the hail mary punch and and knocks his opponent out. Just catches him with that big old paw. And then just almost like uh, what was her name? Dude, he's so hood. What's her ham? Uh, uh, the the soccer ham? player where she Mia ripped ham. her jersey off. Yeah. Uh, he takes he rips off his pants and he's just standing there in his boxer <laughs> briefs shorts. And uh, so he makes a funny comment about uh, his balls being sweaty and and uh, everybody loves him hot. for that. And uh, yeah, his balls were hot. And then of course, uh, just to skip forward, he becomes like the talk of even even more than the McGregor ha ka however you want to say it fight he becomes this this interview becomes like the the big the big so funny great. thing he was so great and he will now be um i guess uh what do you call it encapsulated He's getting in the annals of time belt, along with dude. that kid that yodeled uh with his with his interview um, He's getting a crack at the belt yeah after that fight, I, well, which the best was they, they told he was him like, beat. "You're a contender for for the belt." And he's like, "Yeah, no, nah, don't miss me with that." I'm just like, uh, "My cardio sucks." He goes, "I ain't all that technical <laughs> and shit, but right. I'm working on it." Right. So, uh, so with that being said, uh, we're back at the at the byway, and um, McGregor walked out, and I, I, this is why I can't stand. I, I will always pay uh, to watch fights in my living room by myself rather than. Or you know, split it with one or two people that that I I feel either like fights or are interested in seeing a fight, whether or mm. not you're a casual fight watcher or whatever. But there was a ton of women there, and literally just screaming and cheering like they were there at the fight, and McGregor could hear them as he came as did his ring walk, mm. and it 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 fueled me with rage because yeah. I hate him to begin with, and I'm like, now here's a bunch of people who because he's such a loud mouth who yeah. have yeah who have no idea they don't watch the ufc normally they've seen him they've seen the pressers they've seen the hullabaloo around him they know he exists and they they just happen i don't even know that they're in the bar to watch that fight but they see it and they're like i'm gonna cheer for somebody name recognition i'm cheering for this guy yeah and as the fight starts and and this is my uh, you know we we differ on this i feel it's the same way as that other fight like i don't think there was any point where i thought he was even going to be close to winning i feel like he was completely overwhelmed under uh underprepared 
Um, I didn't mm. think his stand-up looked that great. Uh, I, I, I just, I just felt like he, he was, I, I, I predicted that he was going to lose just because of the, the, the matchup anyway. You, this yeah. dude's a fierce wrestler and the styles, you know, don't match up that great. But anyway. It makes for a long night to just be on your back that long. People were cheering for this guy like he was winning when he was so clearly losing. So I'm like, are we watching the same thing? And th- so well, for a long time, he wasn't really getting hurt. He was just getting held down. But, but again, but he's losing, you know, as fight. well as I do, that doesn't, that indicates that you're losing because the way that judges yeah, I mean, are losing the fight for sure. Not, not, not fans, but the way that judges watch the fight is, is like, okay, are you moving the, are you moving the action forward? Right. Are you dominating the, the are you throwing the, the hardest punches? Are you throwing the most punches? Are you moving the action forward? Or are you dominating the fight? Are you in the top position? Take down, are you, are take you, down defense. Are you in defense positions? Yeah. So all those boxes are being checked for Ha Khabib and not for McGregor. Yet these casual fans or these people are cheering for him and they're like, he gets one punch in just like the Mayweather fight and everyone goes bananas. And it's right. like, hey, it's just irritating to me. Well, yeah, it is. I think so, because he's such a striker, people are waiting for that one to land and then be like, there it is. Because that's happened before. Sure, he's sure. Looking, you know what I mean? So um, ultimately you, we see what happens is like, you know, he, he gets he gets beat and – um that's I I've never reacted in public like where I jumped up or yelled and I didn't <laughs> expect to, but I did. I absolutely did, and I was like I I was one of three people out of like seventy there that, that wanted to win. That wanted to win. I just and I, I was, just hate when a fight is so boring, and I feel like I know people like big like. People that are really big fans of wrestling will be like, it's not boring, but to me it kind of is. But here's the thing. The fight isn't boring to That fight wasn't boring to me because, like like you said, you have a guy who's like McGregor who could, who could throw really accurate spot-on punches. So at any moment in time, the fight could change. It could be yeah. over. Yeah. So I get that it's boring when you So when you get on the ground right away, that possibility is eliminated. So then it's just just ground and pound, which is fine. I mean, sure. it's smart, but it's just not that entertaining. Sure, and you me. know, uh, if, if you followed uh, McGregor, at least in the, in the latter part of his career, uh, stamina has been an issue. So you know if you're Haka Bib, that when you get him down to you the ground. You can just pick one. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> when you get him down to the ground, uh, you're going to smother him. And you're going to take his energy away like you from do you're, everybody. Yeah, you're going to you're going to spend a, a, a lot of your time just help, watching this guy not punch himself up, but try to fight himself. It wouldn't out of matter if his position. cardio is amazing. He sits yeah, right. on everybody, right? But what I'm saying is, is that that's going to hurt this fighter in particular as well because you know that's that's where his weakness is. Like it hurts everybody. But this guy even more so if that's your strategy. You're saying that he's going to do that either way. I get that, but what I'm saying is, yeah. if you if you look at these two fighters and you go, "What's the best strategy?" Well, a stay away from his left. B take him into the deep water or push him as far as you can, as hard as yep. you can in the fight because he doesn't have that much of a gas tank, as we've seen. Yeah. I don't know what happened in this last camp. I don't know how yeah. many mountain bike trips he went on or how, where if he trained in Big Bear. I don't. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. Those are the things that anybody would tell you. Hey, this is how you have to because we've yeah. all watched coming up to this fight. Make him every tired every so single fighter in the world going. Out. Uh, this is how I would approach fighting Connor. This is how I would affo- yeah. approach fighting Khabib or, or, or what. Yeah. So it wasn't what was, no shock what was to me, tricky was, was Khabib caught him standing up. That's the part that nobody saw coming. Right. I was like, well, we caught him throwing hands too. And you, and you know what? Again, nobody saw it. This, this is what I'll say about that. I always feel like... Um, well, he was all flat-footed. When, he was when, tired from getting squashed for three rounds. When, so, when you or maybe ru- two. When you are like bigger than life, uh, in in your sport, and you're like you know the king or whatever. 
I feel like you surround yourself with people at, at this level that aren't, that you tell what to do. So yeah. you, you decide how you're going to train instead yeah, of having, a yes, man. Yeah. You, you don't have a guy calling bullshit uh, on you and, and, and walking away because you're not training, you know, like you, you listen to, um, yeah. To anybody talk about like Tyson, I don't know toward, that's Tyson toward the end. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's happening at all. I, um, no I only know that is. just from, I only know that, and I know you're just this irritating you, but I only know that from, regardless of what Paulie says between the fight about them two, he says when he's in camp, he says, you know, they're, and even the other guys that were sparring during that, the Mayweather prep, were saying like, hey, there were days where he took rest where normally people wouldn't, or he was letting the guys, that his sparring partners, sit out for longer than they normally, he, most people yeah. would rotate people in more. So that was his critique before everything broke bad. Yeah. It was even his critique. As far as it's so, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, so uh, I I almost flipped the table over and I was super uh, jubilant about the whole thing. But it will not it will not uh, encourage me to watch uh, any UFC cards in the future, nope. except for ones where they're specific fighters. Like I like Stipe. You know, there there's certain guys where I'm like I'd like to see what that guy can do. Yeah, heck yeah. Um, but um, by way and super bladed thoughts on the melee afterwards. Nah, I don't care. I mean, I saw again today. I don't care a ton either. Yeah, Khabib was just saying, like, I guess the Nevada Boxing or Nevada, whatever, uh, Athletic Commission is saying. They want to kick out the They're holding both checks, and they're saying, like, hey, dude, this guy's got to be booted from the UFC or from, you know, being involved in whatever. Or they wanted to boot his fella, his buddy that Mm -hmm. jumped in the ring and sucker punched McGregor started fighting, which... People are all like, you know, if they switch the revol- roles, if it was reversed, blah, 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 all that, whatever. Uh, let's b- boil it down to its simplest terms. You're not supposed to jump into the ring and start sure. fighting a guy who just fought. So it's not. I here, mean, here's how I look at that. Maybe if it's reversed, you get hypothetical to death. But like, you're just not supposed to do that. That's pretty clear. Suspense. Like it's like when my daughter goes like, "Well, but Dexter got to stay up late." Well, this is the rules right. are you're not supposed to. You know. Okay, so here's how I here's how I look at that approach. The fighters, if you feel like either fighter did something wrong, either suspend them or fire them from the UFC. If yeah. that's not the case, then let's move on. The guys that, that came in and, and punched McGregor uh, de- when he was defenseless, charge him with battery or move on or disorderly conduct. But or the whatever idea you is they're fighters him. also, like in the UFC. So, so, so my well, fine, then fire them from the UFC. Well, but, that's but, what people but, are upset but, but about. There should be no. There really doesn't need to be too much of a debate and controversy over it. Let's just go. You came into the ring and you hit somebody. That's unethical. We don't want you as part of the UFC. You're out. That's right, re- but, it's people real... are, but people are going. McGreg- don't care. McGregor I'm just saying if he... would... go ahead. Okay, <laughs> he did something that had zero to do with a, a, a fight card where they were there to work. This is a day where a UFC event is happening. I don't care what happened. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I, I understand I mean... why a but guy see, jumps would, if, over the if, ring if, and if fights they, these if people. If they wanted to fire McGregor for throwing the dolly, I would have been like, "That's their call too." It's, I, it's their fucking league, dude. 100- Same thing with the NFL. Remember, it's like hey, if you if if somebody kneels, like agree with it or not, it's your team. You can do whatever you want with it. Well, like yeah, like, if you, you own know, it. If, right? if, you, if you're it's a domestic batterer and you're you're a baseball player and they want to go like, hey, we we don't want a domestic batterer on the team. That's their right to to fire you or not, and then you can fight that all you want. I guess my your whole point is, are, is like, are, are, doesn't matter. If if McGregor and him get in a street fight, um, you know, I I think that's a matter for the for the police, and then if the UFC to say, hey, this is not. We don't want to carry you carrying our brand forward, but I don't think the Nevada Boxing Commission or whatever should get involved in that. That had zero to do with it. But when you're at work, you're there. People, a pay per view yeah. event, and the Boxing Commission, it's been sanctioned. That's different. So ultimately, I look at it this way: charge the people who committed a crime, who who, who battered or assaulted, whatever it's called there. Uh, 
charge him, and apparently McGregor doesn't let's, want anybody charged with anything. Make it all a wash. They're all well, they're all that's talking fine trash. Too. They all wanted to kill each other. It got a little out of hand. All right, let's start again. You know I, what I mean? I feel like there's also that entertainment value. So there there is some there's some value to keep talking about it for Dana White. So it's yeah. like I don't really need it to go away that easy because it it just builds more controversy. I don't. As we move closer and closer to a Vince McMahon style fight system, you know. Yeah. But here's the thing: the well, all, it all comes down to the almighty dollar. It all comes down to the almighty dollar in yeah. every, in anything. That's so, why McGregor's so big because he sells tickets. It's true. Can't argue with that. Tons of them. Um, I was thinking today about we were talking about you know social media and you not wanting to be part of it or whatnot. But I was thinking, and this comes up a lot where we talk about our dads and. My dad was still alive when social media was around. Your dad had passed mm. long before that, correct? Oh, yes. So my dad had like a Facebook page, but I, I again, I would never see my dad. Like you're saying, yeah, you could just throw it all away and you could live a life without it. And a lot of people, older people do. Um, but I was listening. I went back today and I, I was working on some, some graphic art stuff and I was listening to uh, – this old DRI record, the band DRI, which is like a grind metal thrash hardcore, whatever, like sort of like a heavier band. Daisy Roses and Indiglues. And I thought to myself, I don't know what, is. Uh, what would my dad? I always consider my dad like an aggressive person at at times, not always, but he listened to Elvis and he listened to Kenny Rogers and he listened to you know Linda Ronstadt. Yeah. What what would my dad have been like had he grown up thirty years later, twenty whatever, twenty five years later when when I or twenty eight, however, when I was born, yeah, um, and and gotten into I so I feel like I'm the uh, on steroid version of him when it comes to my my uh, my aggressiveness. Yeah, metal really wasn't an option for him. Well, yeah. it's like when you watch like those like 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 The Godfather, or whatever. These people do these violent, crazy acts. And then go back to listen to like Volari, or you know <laughs> right, what I'm saying? Right. But like I'm, their their music and their behaviors aren't tied a uh, simpatico as as sometimes we are now. But if you listen to DRI uh, or MOD, SOD, suicidal tendencies, just just that Anthrax, that let's just pick like four or five of those bands. Mm. You you have to say we all could agree that music definitely changes you your your feelings it, it, can, it can make you happy it can make you sad it can make you aggressive it can make you want to train hard it can make you want to quit it, it, all these things but I don't know any other way uh, because I was inundated with that from a very young age it's always what I was into is like heavier stuff like that or even even NWA or rap, like aggressive rap like that was my era yeah, public enemy. Everything was like fight the power and you know fight the man right. or you know whatever. So I would just wonder and think about like you know your your old man like how would things be different like it even you know you look at the greatest you, how the, would they be different meaning like I mean if like, they had that option. Well, you to look at the greatest generation. You know the 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 uh, our, our grandfathers and you're like you know these guys are all affable for the most part uh, honorable congenial people wasn't it like um, we're all animals and so social media didn't come around till much later but but music was our social media that's how we communicated that's how we yeah like sort of like 
carved our way out, right, yeah. of who we were going to be. Now I, I wouldn't have bought nearly as many pants, Adidas pants, if it weren't for corn. <laughs> well, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, so back back then, you um, you pretty much lived or your life thumb ar- holes. around not what you saw because you were very limited. Now there's so much information coming in. Um, you can be a renaissance man, but like I told you before, when you're into the music I was into, or probably even you're into, you limit yourself. You're like, I'm, I'm going down this path. There's all these other hallways, but this one's mine. And this hallway only goes straight this way. There is no branching off. Like I don't go listen to corn and then, you know, maybe I'm, I'm chilling out listening to the lemon heads. Like I'm, I'm doing this thing. I'm doing the corn Mm. thing. Right, see, I was that weird dude that did you that. were. Yeah. So, so there's the anomaly. Dude, I listened to Lannis Morissette like and Marilyn Manson, like in the same hour. You're an anomaly, I would say. I mean, for a unicorn. teenager, I mean, now as an adult, yeah, absolutely, you can do that. You can be totally more no. But discerning. I did that then too. I know. I'm saying I you know what I was doing as an anomaly. But yeah, it was when, like a kid who only gets to eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and then like you hit high school, and all of a sudden they're like, "There's a buffet," you know, and you go, "What?" <laughs> so you start like putting macaroni and Jello in the same like, I, section. I, I wish I wish I, I would have done that. But my my point is, is that we before, um, you know, growing up, we, we, we didn't have all, all this information coming in. It was all it was all very, like I said, very analog. So I, I get I, what you're saying about pick a lane, though. You kind of had to pick a door. I just feel like we are 100. So what's next? So before you remember, like our parents would say, yeah, when I was a kid, you know, I, I liked Elvis. I remember seeing the Beatles and my, their parents, our grandparents were like, ah, it's rock and roll. It's long haired hippies. Yeah. And you know, now I'm, I'm bitching about mumble. Now my kid has not come home with a mumble rap record, but if he did, I, I, I'm bitching about it. My kid doesn't even like it. Well, as soon as he stops trying to do all the stuff you like and starts liking his own stuff, like like you've talked about that before, like you're curious to see what his groove is. Uh, what if it's. Really but my dad bad. never tried to, to. My dad never tried to steer me in a direction because he, my parents, although loved to listen to music in the car and stuff like that, it wasn't really being played around the house. So I don't feel like they were pushing me and going like, "Hey, you should check out Tom Petty or you should." No, well, they the were too busy to- doing real shit. I might have brought this up, and, and excuse me if I did. And for the new listeners, obviously you you didn't hear it. Uh, my dad one time came home super excited. Uh a guy, he this guy Frank that used to work for my dad was like he was really into like Fleetwood Mac and like prog rock and 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 you know, he brought the um, Do You Feel the Way I Do double album because it was still vinyl at the Is time. Is that Peter Frampton? Peter Frampton. Okay. Frampton comes alive. Uh, the the and my, I remember my dad coming home, and, and I, I had a guitar at the time, I think, and my dad was like, you're prepared to mi- for your mind to be blown. Wow. And I never heard I had never heard it before. You're because like, like you said, my lane, my lane was like, I don't listen to this, this bullshit. <laughs> right. And I remember putting that record on. So, again, I'm probably like 14 at the time. And I was, me and my dad were both sitting there like, how is he doing that? And I remember grabbing my guitar and trying to like make my guitar talk, and like you don't realize till later he has a, like yeah. a mouth modulating like yeah. thing that you know he, he works. Talk box. Yeah. But again, we were limited on our access to to visual media like that would coincide with that audio. So unless you saw him, there wasn't a Peter Frampton video on MTV like that. Just there wasn't unless I, I, I didn't see one. There wasn't an immediate reaction no YouTube, to it. So you, you couldn't figure out how he was doing. Like how's this guy doing this? And my dad's like, this guy makes his guitar talk. You ever heard about Peter Frampton makes a guitar talk? It was one song, dude. Okay, yeah. it was one song. It you was an epic song. You can't have like the myth of it now because like there's an immediate reaction. There's immediate like how do they do this? Break it down. Let's break it sure. down frame by frame. An unboxing video, if you will. But it's a break it down. 
Like, let's break down. But you know how many post McGregor like brawl melee videos I watched? Like, let's break down what happened. Yeah, but, you, but it would have just been like, dude, you told me he went on the crowd and just started punching everybody. And a month later, I would have been like, yeah, dude, my buddy said he went on the crowd and just punched everybody. It was crazy. Okay, and and so that brings me back to listening to if so if you if you listen like okay watch a fight um and listen to Jim Lampley he perfect example or or Max Kellerman the HBO uh, color people yeah if you turn off the Atlas. fight and just listen to uh those two uh and Roy Jones talk it would almost be like that that throwback to the radio days where cuz cuz Jim I feel like Jim Lampley is is he's got that radio sort of voice and the style of broadcasting which uh, it's not always the greatest classic but, though He's painting this picture, and sometimes you're watching, and you're like, dude, are you watching the same fight as me? But he's still painting a picture. Like, in the the words he uses are very, like, throwbacky. Yeah. So, for, for like, what we were just talking about is, like, if, if you don't have YouTube and you couldn't see Peter Frampton blowing into this tube or talking to this tube while he's playing guitar, you have no idea. Yeah. And there's some benefit to that. Like you said, hey, my buddy was at the fight. He said that, that you know... Khabib jumped over the cage, and then this happened. You're like, what? That's crazy. Right. Now you see it, just like with baseball, and they break it down in 40 different views of it, and you're like, it doesn't really look like it was that big of a deal. Like, maybe he pushed a guy, and then a bunch of people broke it up. And it, I would rather, you know, live on that, that uh, what do you call it, like um, the legend. Like, everybody was talking about how this guy and that guy had this pumped out of his stomach, Rod Stewart, and... And I remember Corolla oh, talking Richard about it. He's Gere? like, I have no idea how it happened because back then there were no, there was no internet. But like, yeah. you could ask a kid in New Jersey knew the same story as a guy in same California. Same Richard Gere story. Yeah, or you know, this rock star is having sex like Rod Stewart and Mick Jagger or whoever you know having right. sex with each other. Right. How, how is that information getting around? And it would always be, this kid would travel across the country to visit his cousin over in this part of the country, and he'd be they they would be smoking a joint or drinking beer, and he'd be like, yeah. Hey, did you hear this? And that's how news or traveled. Or like, like satanic stuff. Like if, if you play this record backwards, like not that many people had actually tried to play it backwards. It's just like people say, if you play this record backwards, like it'll say like Hail Satan or what. You know what I mean? Just weird stuff like that. Like where you're not going to ruin your Do record. Do you think that's what Trump's talking about when he says make America great? That's when it was great? Because to me, I mean, think about, take Trump away. Yeah. Think, think, think about the fact that it was pretty great. It was pretty great back then. All the stuff we're talking about, nostalgically, like... Too much information. It's too much information. It's my issue with social media. It's too much. I, okay. I, okay. But I'm talking, and I get it, but I'm just saying, yeah. like, all of it. There's eight. Th- I have a fire stick. I have Netflix. I have cable. I have Prime Video. I have, um, I'm sure there's like two or three other things I have, but the point, and I don't watch any of them. Well, the real heroes or the real winners of this are Float 60 because. We didn't need Float 60 before because we had a few minutes with our own thoughts. We would go to work and think about whatever we had to do or that. Or when you laid down in your bed, mm. you would think about the previous day. You'd sit in your bed and you go, man, I wonder if that girl, ah, was she looking at me or is she looking at the other guy? You know what I mean? You, But now th- there's no need for that. Well, think about Breaking Bad. Me- we're, dude, we're like Johnny Five. Input. We're just input all the time. Maybe like short circuit. We're input all the time. The time. And then the white guy pretending to be Indian? Yes. We're not like him. We're like Johnny Five. Input all... And dude, I'm I'm as guilty as 
I literally sleep with headphones. Like, yeah, so do I. All of the input is what you're saying. And, mm-hmm. and no, it's, it's not well, good for us. Me and my son, were, he, he started watching Breaking Bad from the beginning. And I was telling him, I go, yeah, I saw this thing with uh, Vince Gilligan where he was saying that like each character had a specific color. So Hank's wife wore purple and, and oh, Walt, yeah. Walt wore brown. And he, this was a, a methodical planning on, on the part of the writers because they wanted to give you like a certain feeling about each character. And as we know, colors, sounds, different things uh, invoke different emotions inside yeah. your brain. Yeah. And so you start watching it it's and a reason you slow it down. Surgeons stopped wearing glittery stripes. <laughs> Because it was uh, causing thing. anxiety, I read. But that's why doctors' offices, if you remember back in the day, were like they always had that like like that really weird green color or blue mm-hmm. on the wall, yeah. like the bricks, like a very subdued. Turns out, calming. blood splattered on green looks better than on white. So when we're watching this, I'm like, you understand like how you can be manipulated, how we're constantly constantly being manipulated from. There is no silence ever. Except for inside of a float tank. No. Regardless. I mean, whether it be your, your washing machine. We can come back to it later dog barking, float it again. Well, you, we, 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 no, we, we can, can go right into that. No, I, I, I'm ready to button this up. I, my, my point was, I was talking about my dad listening to heavy metal music or just having access to the same stuff we did. And now our kids having access to stuff like 10 times as much access mm-hmm. and how it is going to adversely affect their view of the world. And uh, the way that they grow up, the, the way that they they treat other people, the way that they develop as human beings outside of our, our specific direction toward them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like w- a lot of latchkey kids, that was a term when we were kids and probably even the generation before us, mom started going back to work, uh, was totally more acceptable or a lot more divorces were happening because people were like, yeah, I don't care what the Catholic religion says, I'm getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. And so then you found kids being at home alone, and a lot of people will say, like, the TV raised me. Like, I came home, I was watching What's Happening, then I watched What's Happening Now. I learned the I facts watched... of life from watching the facts of life. And, and with that being said, those shows, for the most part, were pretty wholesome, and they all were, like, trying to teach some sort of moral lesson. Yeah. Like, there wasn't just too much, like, gobbledygook. It wasn't just like, hey, just being silly for the well, sake of being silly. Those 80s... shows... Yeah, 80s sitcoms especially. I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off. No, 80s sitcoms especially were very wholesome and pure. Well, I'm talking about even the... I'm, so I'm talking about oh, 70s. Even no, so late 70s, so the What's Happening, the Sanford and Son, although funny, they all were like poignant and they all were like driving toward like, hey, ultimately these guys are... Everyone's a good person. All in the family. Every because Archie was a good person, he oh, just yeah. he had a warped sense of of what was right and what was wrong. But he wasn't. He was set in his he, ways, but he, he could. He, certainly. he wasn't a malicious person. No. It wasn't his intent. So you could take what you went from it. But and you'll you'll agree with me that it's groundbreaking television because it starts the conversation. It's amazing. So I love that show. So with all that being said, there was a point to all of it, and now there's a point to none of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where is there a point? What What is there a point to? And I, that's why I, I look back and I go, really, music is the one thing where I feel like people are, there's actually like some sense of somebody's like value or, you know what I mean? It's not, they're not just like, 
I, people are creating that because they want to. Because now, especially the music industry is over. It's destroyed. It's not what it was. It is over. Yeah. So, like anybody that's out there doing it is doing it because they love it and they're putting their heart and soul into it. They're not just putting bullshit together to put bullshit together. Except right. for, you know, some of the bands that have they're they're contracted to put you know like ten albums together, like Adam Sandler. You know what I mean? So you have you have an obligation to put music out. Are you but... trashing the Foo Fighters again? <laughs> no, unbelievable, you, you, Dave. You get, Dave. you get what I'm saying. Every so, time you with the Foo Fighters. If no, you got, yeah, I get to, what you're saying. To, to tie to tie a bow on that, my whole point was is like, where where does it go from here? Like, how how much more crazier is it going to be? Uh, because right now, it just seems like there's so much stuff being thrown at us, and most of it. If not all of it is complete nonsense from the news yeah. to entertainment yeah. to, to all of it. And I, that's why I feel like almost a float tank music is the only other thing like that where you can just shut yourself off art music, right. but, but that same, you know, right. in that same vein. Right. So now, now I will segue into your float tank. So oh, you no, went no, a step fine. further. Go that's ahead. Fine. No, that's fine. Go ahead. Good. 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 Um, this dude, this is why I think I'm breaking from the inside out. My first float tank experience was uh, this. Uh, oh my gosh, what? Jesus Christ, I don't have any vocabulary today. But my first, you're an ex- alpha brain. My, yeah, I do, dude. I'm just, I got up really early. Um, my first experience was amazing. It was like transformative. You know what I mean? I like, had these crazy thoughts. It's a good thing that it was Mental Health Awareness Day the other day. Dude, I went in a I went in a float tank the second time. And this same is, same tank, same style, same or the one tank. that I went. Same in? Okay. exact tank. Uh, first first door on the right. This is not a uh, knock on float six here and diamond. Anything they're an amazing place, and I'll, I will go back. Second time, hundred percent different. And I know that that happens, right? You have different experiences. I was just like a dead person in a black box for an hour. I swear to God, dude. This time was like. Now, maybe like I was trying too hard to do something or I, I, I approached it differently. I literally was. It went was, in there too cocky. I, I think I did. I walked in there like with McGregor just going like, I know you how to. You swung your arms like a monkey. I <laughs> came and did my gorilla walk like this <laughs> and I made this face and I started clapping my hands right toward <laughs> Ka Habib. And I uh, I was like, yeah, I know. I'm going to go in there and it's going to be 1986 again. I mean, my dad, are gonna be, I'm going to be riding a big wheel. It's going to be amazing. And I went in there and I was like. Just me and my breath for six. Nothing. N- n- when I say nothing happened, I mean nothing happened. Like when the lights came on, it wasn't like it's been hours or that was five minutes. I was like, I felt about like sixty minutes. Like I do. I just got out and it's crazy. And it's, again, it's nothing against. It's not them. Yeah, obviously, it doesn't have to do with it's my brain. I just don't want them to go like, I'm sorry, you had a bad time. It's not. I don't you. know that you had a bad. It's my time. brain. I don't I f- either. I feel like I feel like that set you up for <laughs> got to be better next time right i you know what it was is i was having a really bad day that's kind of why i wanted to float i was i was uh, as, as is my little commentary lately i was really like just angry and not having a good day uh, i think I, me and the wife got into it and i was like oh i called them up they had a float I said, i'm gonna go float i'm gonna clear all these negative thoughts out of my brain and i did i cleared all of them did the you use my promo code hey my man of course okay i i cleared out all the Negative thoughts, all the positive thoughts, any thoughts, just me in black darkness. And I don't you mean You still like, hang out with that dude? I, yeah. Hello yeah. I don't know why he was in the tank with me. Friend. It was so weird. I was like, this is supposed to be just one person at a time, right? Maybe that's why your experience didn't turn out the way you thought it would. <laughs> well, this is Sam's scarred for life. No, but it, dude, it was crazy. Uh, 
I couldn't believe it. I got out, not in a bad mood, but the first time I got out and I was all talkative, like, hey, you guys, I had this, this was crazy. You guys got some water? And, and let me tell you, I do a podcast. And the second time I walked out, I was like, thanks, guys. And they're like, how was it? And I was like, fine. I just like threw money and walked out the door. Like, I didn't like barely say, I wasn't trying to be rude. I was just like, well, that was different. Do you think Somewhere Black Darkness is doing a podcast and he's like, this was the greatest experience I ever had? <laughs> he's like, listen. I thought it was going to be me by myself. He's like, I finally got to be the little spoon. (laughs) He's like, I thought it was going to be just me in this water. Little did I know, you know, in comes uh, light vanilla. (laughs) But uh, anyways, last thing on on mental health. So that, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it was a bad experience because I will still go back. And maybe it's time will be different. I think maybe a lot of it does depend on your mood going in. You know what I mean? If you have anxiety, I don't know. So speaking of mental health awareness, um, you told me a story before about some guy cut you off and was trying to get in, was driving aggressive, and you basically go like, hey, man. I confronted him with reason. Tell me how, just the real cliff notes, you didn't flip him off and get crazy. You said to him. No, what? I rolled down my window and I spoke over my child who was sitting in the passenger seat and I said, what, what are we doing here? Are you going to kill me because I tried to get it over and try to get off the expressway? Right. And then and he, he was like, well, you cut me off. And I was like, dude, I have to get off the expressway. Or else I'm going to be going back to Wisconsin. I'm I'm needing to get off the expressway, and we're going seven. So I, I is it really? And he's like, well, you make a good point. And then that was it. That was it. Well, I had a similar thing. Um, on the boulevard when you get out, it doesn't matter where. Dude, it's madness. What's that? The traffic on the boulevard, like just with the construction. I mean, it's boulevard been- northbound, right from 1894. I get off. That's not too bad there. There's, there's, that's a good spot. I like that one. There's a lane that ends. And that dude, every time, there's always the D-bag that doesn't want to cut in and go one for one. He thinks he should skip in front of everybody. Right. And he should get... Like you, almost he's on the soft shoulder. Yeah. You peasants wait in line. I got places to be. You don't. So someone does this. They go all the way up. They like crazily get over. I'm not gonna let them. I'm not gonna let them. I say, you will just get into an accident. I'm just not gonna let them. And eventually, I go. You know what? You're making a choice here. You're making a choice. Just let them have it. That's their victory. They get. I let them in, and I'm steaming, and I'm stewing, and I'm coming up next to them, and I'm like, is this gonna be the day it all goes down? Is it, you know what I mean? Am I gonna float into the abyss just like that float tank? And I look over, and it's this woman. I don't like Indian woman right she's like an Indian woman I wasn't there yeah I think she's like an Indian woman like in her 50s there are women who are Indians okay I don't mean like American Indian gotcha okay you follow yes alright good so although it was Columbus Day but the point is this I look I over I change the music though I look <laughs> I look over it's a, an Indian woman in her 50s I'm expecting a guy to not make eye contact or flip me off or, or do something I look over. She's got this huge smile on her face. She's dancing. She's getting down in her car, dude. She's she's just back and forth, bopping, throwing her hands up. Huge smile on her face. This was the last person and thing I expected to see. I was like, it totally disarmed. I was like, what? Like, it disarmed me. I went from being super angry to going like, like, why isn't she as angry as me? And she looked over me, and I started laughing because she was dancing. So I kind of, like, made fun of her, like, did, like, a dance myself. She looks at me like, that's funny. We're both doing a jig we're both dancing a jig in the car and I was just like well that's a different way to solve things too uh, on her part she it played was, it right she was just like like the intent matters right she's like she's cutting me off but not because it's like screw me she's just like I'm listening to this music and it's great and oh an opening and just you know what I mean right. 
she had no ill, although it's poor manners, <laughs> but she didn't mean to. She just was blissfully unaware because she was getting down to some song I've never heard. When, how do you know she was Indian? She looked Indian. Okay. Do, like she was somebody she who wasn't born in this country? What's that? Like, like you're assuming she wasn't born in this country? Like I don't know, but I had that thought too. I was okay. like, maybe she's just been driving that. Well, long no, or... but think about it. You come from a country where it's completely overpopulated, and the, the driving way you're is driving crazy. is you have to get in when you have an opportunity. It's I like driving that, the, work yeah. on the Dan Ryan. Like, if you're on the Dan Ryan, I don't care where else you are in the country. I, I've driven in a lot of places. When when you're on the Dan Ryan, you either get on it or you you get off because you could you're gonna you could die. You, you have, have to be pe- assertive. People are cutting five lanes. People are you know it's insane. So well, it's like my brother driving in the loop, dude. It's oh my god, <laughs> he's just it's like you're gonna die every time. But he's like, dude, you have to. You have to drive here like that. I mean, kind I of think of. that's kind of how she was operating so, like a bike messenger. So I had at two thoughts. Times. I had two thoughts. Is like it was my choice to be that angry, and I could have just been like, you know what. She took that spot, turned that Hoobastank back up that I was listening to. Maybe it was Nickelback. I can't remember. Turn that back up and just start dancing. You know what I mean? Mental health awareness. Just, just, just start dancing. And the other thought was, next time I do something really shitty to somebody, and they look over and they want to fight me, I'm just going to smile and start dancing like, uh, <laughs> like I'm going to the 98 prom. Wow, you better keep some Indian music on board. I have it. I also have Mexican music in case I was wrong. <laughs> All right. Well, that is episode 192 of the Hey My Man podcast. We will see you next time. Later.